Hello, Disruptors, and welcome back to episode 93 with your host, Bennett Leon. And this is Ashley. Hey, guys. So today we are going to talk about a Tucker Carlson video. Um, He's a commentator on Fox News, and it's about a comment that Trump recently made about the military-industrial complex, believe it or not. So let's jump in. Yeah, so um, have it exactly right. So uh, Tucker Carlson recently had um, a segment in which he talked about how the president, Donald Trump, has been rallying against um, the establishment uh, and the military-industrial complex. And we're going to go ahead and play this video that was played to Tucker Carlson's audience on Fox News uh, the other day. So let's go ahead and uh, listen in and uh, let's see what you guys think. shipped away our jobs, threw open our borders, and sent our youth to fight in these crazy, endless wars. And it's one of the reasons the military, I'm not saying the military is in love with me, the soldiers are. The top people in the Pentagon probably aren't because they want to do nothing but fight wars so that all of those wonderful companies that make the bombs and make the planes and make everything else stay happy. So there's a lot of truth in that. And the President of the United States... Okay, so you heard Tucker Carlson kind of talking a little bit there so that's the proof that it was on fox news but (laughs) but it's super interesting i would argue that this even occurred on fox news what did you say so um yeah absolutely i think it's really interesting that this is how fox news is portraying it and then i had recently watched the exact same video of trump doing saying this exact thing on a cnn article though and it was talking about how trump basically hates our military and how dare he say this on labor day i think this actually was on labor day or the day before Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think this is kind of cool that they're talking about it and i normally do not like tucker carlson so trump had even though he says all these things and even if he actually might believe the things he says, he has done the complete opposite. You know, like he's yeah. he's given more money to the Pentagon. He up the military. Budget. Yeah, he upped the military budget. He uh, is still bombing Yemen. He uh, bombed uh, Syria too, famously in like twenty seventeen. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, on the flip side, I think it's really awesome and tucker carlson kind of brings this up after at at, and later in this video but that he's talking about this and no one else has really talked about this and nobody else has really brought it to light that you know at the beginning of this video i kind of said to bennett like i don't know if i want to say the military industrial complex because i don't really think that trump is really believes in that Mm. but that is kind of what his uh words meant and it's crazy that a Republican, let alone Trump, is the person who's kind of outing the establishment and saying, hey, the reason why we are in all these countries and the reason why we have a huge military budget is because we are there for no reason than to please the people who are making the bombs, making the weapons, making Mm -hmm. the planes. You know, this is all geared towards capitalism. Mm-hmm. I guess you could also say. And profiting off war and yeah. death, literally. Um, so, I mean, but like, yeah, keep in mind, 
keep in mind, like, take this video with, like, a grain of salt, like, keep in the back of your head that, like, yes, he, he might say these things, but he did the complete opposite, right? Like, he's made the, the things worse. Um, but it should be, it should be noted that he is moving in a more progressive direction right now. Like, think of the timing of this as well. Like, exactly. this could also be totally a, a political, political move, move, you know, like... Same thing with, like, uh, him recently coming out in the news uh, saying that he might pardon Edward Snowden, you know? Um, so that's another cool thing that he... Something that I actually would really like. Um, but I don't... I think he's pandering. I think he's just trying to garner more votes, make people think that he's competent. And uh, this is the side of Donald Trump that we're seeing now, at least in this video, and this one video... Uh, of his t uh, remnants of his 2016 version of himself where he did embrace the right-wing populism. Basically, the right's answer to, like, for example, Bernie Sanders on the left. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, though, just on the flip side, I kind of do want to be sure to, even if this is a political move, I still want to be sure to give credit where it's due. Yep. And Trump, 1,000%, I agree with him. And I think that it is really awesome that he is bringing this to light. I think it's really crazy that he's the one who's talking about it. I think it's totally a political move, but at least it's being talked about. And I think that that's something that the Democrats right now are really failing at, are talking about big topics like this. And progressives. Um, yes. And it, later in that video too, Tucker Carlson talks about the Secretary of Defense, who is a, who is a Democrat. So I think that that's also, you know, corruption is everywhere, you guys. Like, this is not a Republican thing. This is Definitely. clearly on, you know, and I think that maybe that's part of the political strategy of Trump bringing it up is that, you know, hey, Democrats, just so you know, this, there's a Democrat in charge of defense right now, and this is what's happening. So, yeah, I just think, I think that it is important to note for us to not seem so biased is Trump is doing something that is actually really cool right now. He's at least saying he's at least saying, saying something so. that's really he's cool. At least there. Saying good so. correction. <laughs> yes, exactly. Saying something yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. So like it gives me hope, but I mean at the same time, like he's also gonna hold it overhead. Like okay, this won't happen. If, this will only happen if you vote me into the presidency again. Like I feel like that's kind of what it's gonna end up being like. Um, well, and that's important too. Is I think people keep saying that. Um, we want to vote, we want something different. Well, don't forget though that like, like Republicans, you know, you're, you're just voting for four more years of the exact same thing. So if tr it's cool that Trump is bringing this to light, but clearly Trump has been saying for the last five years that he does not want troops in the Middle East and yet he still has not been able to bring them home. So that should also tell you something about what's going on in Congress and <laughs> it's not a, you know the, the president really does not have all the power. So even if he says he wants to do all these things, voting him in doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get done anyways. Exactly. Yeah. And then the other, like you're you're voting for one thing here for him, but he's doing a million other things mm -hmm. that you might not want to do. Um so it just takes education knowing what the person you want to win the presidency or the highest office in the land, like what you want them to do for you. Uh, and they should be doing that. Like they should be like, you should be thinking in that way. Like what can, what are they offering me? Like mm -hmm. what can they do for the country? And How are it, they earning my vote? <laughs> exactly. And, and even if it's just your vote, it's not that bad. But uh, if you can think of in a collective way, more than just yourself, um, 
that would be optimal because I mean you don't live in this country alone, right? Like, sure. No one lives in this country alone, so we're all in this together. That's the way that I see it. Um, so collectivism, when you're voting, just makes sense to me. But yeah, um, yeah, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, of course. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think too that like the fact that Trump is talking about something like this and is something that is like really important. You know, I think that that is. Biden's not talking about anything that like actually means anything, you know. Exactly. And it's like he's not really, in my eyes, doing out anything to earn my vote. I read an article the other day that he doesn't have any campaign offices in swing states. Yes. Are you? Yes. He's not actually trying to win this election, guys. So it's like, what are you doing to? That's what I mean by earn my vote. Like, I'm sorry, but I have. I have constitutional rights, and I'm not just going to give that up to the DNC because they tell me this is the person who was nominated. And I think that that when you say collectivism, you need to have a collectivist idea when you vote, that's what's wrong. People are not voting for what they actually want and what's actually beneficial to everybody. They're voting for things that they don't like, against things that they don't like. Um, that's why we have this duopoly where you have people, and that's why you have the media covering the exact same story two completely different sides. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. What you just said about Biden a little bit ago uh, and how he didn't ha- or doesn't have uh, offices and those swing states that are critical to his um, to him winning the presidency, that blows my mind even more so because that comes on that comes on the heels of news from the previous week that show that Joe Biden crushed the his fundraising uh record and he pulled in 360 million dollars uh in one month in the month of August so that is big big money um and i i've said this before like as soon as we have a nominee against Trump, they're going to be raking in everything. Before, in the primaries, everything was divided. Everyone was getting 50, 60 million here if they were lucky or whatever. Um, and then Trump was just raking it in the whole time. But now that there's just one Democratic nominee and one Republican nominee, it's, it, I mean, we're already, this is already the most expensive presidential race in history to yeah. date. But I think that that also makes, uh, just proves that money is what buys elections, not actual votes. And, you know, the, the fact that he doesn't have any offices in swing states, but he's, like, getting all this money clearly makes him feel confident that he is going to do well in this election without <laughs> getting these yeah. swing states, which, oddly enough, is how Hillary lost. But now we're, like, getting in this, like, tangent. And but, it's gross incompetence. It's just gross incompetence from his staff and himself yeah. for not realizing, like, that you're... I mean, he's not a newbie. Like, he's, this is, like, his third time running. Like, how do you not know this? How does your staff not know how to... I guess they never knew how to win. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they never knew how to win. And only now are they even... They're only even close to this because they carried his ass all the way there. Yeah. And convinced a bunch of other people to drop out in the primary. So he and it wasn't even him, you know? It wasn't yeah. even him, like, that could do that. It was, it was Barack Obama, you know? Like, so... Anyways, we're getting off in a completely yeah. different area. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that this is, like, important to talk about, though, because you be all fair. do... Yeah, to be fair. And just to show you guys that you really do need to watch, listen to, read different types of media. Because 
I actually started talking with Bennett about this from the CNN article about how I was just like completely outraged that they were basically saying that he hates military. He hates the military. That's literally what this CNN, this CNN article um, was talking about. And then he was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. I, this is what I wanted to talk about. And then he showed me this Fox News and it was the exact same video. And I'm just like, how are, how are there two completely different sides to this? But that's why you guys need to be vigilant. <laughs> exactly. And then like, notice like in the difference between like the two separate pieces, like how Tucker Carlson was like going off on, he made his whole segment about this. Yeah. Right. Um, and then like Lawrence O'Donnell or like on CNN or wherever, MSNBC, like those corporate, uh, media outlets like you saw or whatever. They, what, what was the angle they played? Like that it was like a Labor Day, how dare he yes. or something like that? Yes. It was like, it wasn't even like a special report or like, cause Tarko Carlson has a show. Like this is a whole, this is like a long thing. You guys, this, mm. we just showed you like a clip, but like, this is a very long episode. Yeah. Um, Tucker Carlson's show is, and this was just like a brief little, it was a news article, but they were interviewing somebody talking about the fact that Trump is against mil high higher people up in the military and that he doesn't support our troops and that um how dare he say this on labor day um when we're supposed to be honoring our military and 9 11 is coming up and how dare he say this and i remember when i watched the video just being like huh i kind of agree with him like this is weird and then cnn is taking this horrid angle that's why i actually clicked on the article because i was like oh interesting trump hates america let's like let's read this <laughs> um so yeah that's the angle they were kind of playing I mean, and, and like, that's that's a really common case, though, is the thing, you know, like every media outlet that's like an a corporate establishment is basically going to do that. Like, it's well documented and well recorded that, uh, for example, I think it was in the early 2000s um, or late 90s when Phil Donahue was fired from MSNBC because he was even though he was a very popular host uh, on their network and got tons of ratings. Uh, they kicked him off the air because he was very against the war in Iraq, mm. you know, and that's why they also kicked off uh, that other uh, really popular guy on MSNBC. His name was like Ed something, Ed Schultz, the Ed Schultz. So uh, and he was also kicked off because he uh, didn't believe in that war either, you know, so it's a very strategic and organized system and maneuvers that are are put in place so that we are uh manipula manipulated to like the max like to the max level to the most like that we can and that's what we are like that's why most people believe that communism and socialism is bad is because of the media propaganda not because mm -hmm. of anything you actually know or experience Absolutely. firsthand like and that's why everyone's like scared of donald trump uh and shaking in their boots and then that's why the republicans think that Joe Biden is a Marxist and like a leftist when he's nothing of the sorts. Mm -hmm. He's he's a moderate Republican if if we're being uh, completely honest. Well, and why people were so crazy about Bernie Sanders possibly being the nominee? Um, that was like a huge thing. Like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have the first socialist president, <laughs> which he's yeah. not even really a socialist. Not really. They should be happy that they got him instead of a real socialist. But I mean. 
they it was a strategic effort to not uh, have him be in power uh but i mean uh, that's just part of the system you know and uh, we have to realize that and that's why the third party uh we've been mentioning this for like tons of episodes <laughs> but i mean that, i feel like it's because of what's going on right now in the world and like we're thinking about the presidency and stuff and it's just like oh that like, would be a good just, episode too. it just makes no sense that we haven't no viable third option like we do of course have third parties and they do at least some of them have decent platforms some better than others but it's even if you do vote for them like you know they're gonna lose like in today's climate you know they're gonna lose so it's just okay it's gonna take some time yes yes but guys if you are thinking about voting for third party i would thousand percent support you in doing so and i believe bennett does too even though he says that (laughs) it's important like it's important even if you even if you think that it you are not that your that your vote is not going to lead to a a winner for the president for the presidency your vote is still important and your vote is still being earned I believe, at least, 100%. by you voting for one one of the third parties. Yeah. At least for me, I I really um, do not think that I align with either the Republican Party or the Democratic Party this this election. So why would I vote for one of those two? No, fuck them. So yeah, I think it's still important to vote. And honestly, that's a good episode. I think we should do an episode of talking about third parties. Hmm. The Didn't we do that? Howie. No, like actually talking about oh, the two people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That would be a good one. Joe and Howie. Yeah. Yeah, we could talk about the Libertarian, Green Party, Working Families Party, uh, the Socialist Party, I think even has one. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how well an established or communist party is in the United States. I wouldn't think it'd be very well, but whatever. We so, should at least talk about Howie and Joe, though, because I yeah, feel like yeah. those are the two front runners for third party parties the green party and the libertarian party oh and i have really good news for any progressives or leftists that are listening um but nina turner said very recently within like the last like two three four days on an interview um i forget who was interviewing her but she said that she would not uh, be opposed to running uh or that she's considering running in 2024 oh yeah so this is this is like having bernie but on steroids and someone that's actually not afraid you know cool beans uh like this is the younger more fiery version of bernie uh so like i think if she was the one to start a new party we could see some really incredible changes and if you're a real leftist i don't really even need to say more than just need to turn it to you um but yeah it, really really amazing news but i mean it's some far as it, it's some ways off you know 2024 from right now so uh well, this yeah. a pretty good episode i think yeah i think so too <laughs> all right so um guys don't forget um to follow us on our social media pages oh, yeah. Uh, yeah definitely do so uh ashley where can they find us so we are on facebook we are on twitter instagram youtube i feel like i'm missing one we also have a website as well um, mm-hmm. on WordPress and the Oligarchy Disruptor or the Oligarchy Disruptor podcast is how you can find us on all of those platforms. Yep. And we are also on every single podcast platform, basically. Yep. Anchor, Apple, Spotify. All the big ones. All the big ones. So yeah, definitely uh, do leave us a five-star review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts as well. It would be very much appreciated. 
And uh, that's it for this episode. So uh, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, and we'll see you on the next one. See you later, disruptors. Bye, guys.